Ditch the overwhelm, drop the frustrations, and don't be underestimated. We want you to get more from your business with confidence and predictability. Quantum Scaling presents Scaling with Intent, creating profitable growth now while positioning for a profitable exit later. A podcast for overwhelmed, seasoned business owners who want more flexibility and freedom to truly live life on their terms. Every two weeks, we'll be talking about all things business, dreams, and making things happen. Keeping each solo episode 20 minutes or less because we know your time is valuable and we want you taking action on the things that matter most. To give you an extra viewpoint, we'll be bringing guests on occasionally to share their stories and hopefully bring some of our listeners to the mic to help them figure things out. I'm Peggy Niles, Scaling and Profit Strategist, Fractional CFO, Certified Business Exit Consultant, and owner of Quantum Scaling. I have worked with Hyatt Corporation, Alberto Culver International, Ernst & Young, and other large corporations. Advised on mergers and acquisitions for companies ranging in six to nine figures, and worked with small business owners to scale their companies profitably. Like most of my clients, my story started with trying to gain flexibility and freedom without choosing between a career and enjoying life. Our mission is to help ambitious yet overwhelmed entrepreneurs like you confidently get more out of your business as you grow and scale your company to exit. You'll get frameworks and solutions offering growth with a different perspective. We'll be giving you actionable strategies, making it easier to scale your company and increase profits with predictability, all while positioning you for a profitable exit, so your company's ready when you are. We want you to walk away ready to challenge the status quo and make things happen. So put the earbuds in, hit the play button, and take a walk, hop on the treadmill, get in the car, or just sit back and enjoy the chat. Our goal is to be no BS, but a whole lot of substance. When I sat down to decide what my very first episode would be about, I was unsure what to start with, and then it hit me. I strongly believe in always starting with my end game. So, of course, I have to start there. In my case with you, my end game is to help you ditch the overwhelm and get more from your business now while also positioning you for a profitable exit long before you're ready to walk away. So your business is ready when you are. Why? Because I want you to truly live life on your terms with flexibility and freedom. Think about this for a minute. I have witnessed so many business owners run themselves to the ground over the years. We all know running a business is hard work and takes a lot of your energy and time, even when you have a team. We often struggle to get by now and enjoy life, so we don't necessarily put much away for that rainy day. You give a lot, you miss a lot. And when it comes to the end of the day, we either have little to show for it, or what we think our business is worth isn't what others think it's worth. In fact, only 30% of business owners who put their businesses up for sale actually sell their companies. To me, that's just wrong. I want business owners to live life on their terms, not only now, but when they decide to hang it up or move on to something else. That being said, in this episode, we're going to discuss why you should start with your end game when it comes to running your company 
and in upcoming episodes, we'll discuss how to go about reaching that end game. Things that you can do to increase your profits and get more from your business now, but will also ultimately set you up to continue living the lifestyle you want later. Let's start with a little backstory. I want to share why this is so personal to me and why I pivoted my business. Back when I had my accounting practice, I had two clients that passed away within the same year. The first was a surgeon, and his practice was mainly dependent upon himself. Now, when he died, it was, of course, unexpectedly. He had a heart attack during the night, and he had a family. I believe it was three kids in college that he was paying for, and he was able to put um, money away in a set plan. So he did have retirement savings. But other than that, all of his money basically was day to day. And he was in his 50s when he died. Now, the thing was, his wife called me daily. She was frantic. They couldn't access the retirement plans without paying a huge penalty because they weren't old enough yet. They had the college tuition. They were trying to figure out how they were going to pay that because they, ha- they weren't going to have that money coming in anymore, and she didn't work at the time. Now, the other thing was, so they were going to sell the practice, but, you know, like I said, it was totally dependent on him. So really what they were selling was the patient list. And when it comes down to it, um, that's not as profitable or valuable as you may think, because Your clients, your patients are with you for a reason. And when you bring someone else into the practice, they may not get along. So that's one one real um, story. The other, the second one that passed away that same year was a wife and her and her husband ran their construction business together. Again, uh, she died rather suddenly of cancer. And um, when she passed, her husband just, couldn't go forward anymore with the business and again they were both in the business so their lifestyle how they paid their bills was totally dependent on this business and now the rest of the family was falling apart because she passed and he couldn't deal with that so this is very personal to me um, and it is why I pivoted my business to help people not only to do better now and get better results now, but also position them so that their business is ready long before they willingly want to walk away, just in case something happens before they want to walk away. So let's get into this a little deeper and discuss why you should start with your end game in mind. You have a successful company. You feel like you're making a tremendous impact for your clients. You're making decent money and feeling confident. Things are so much better than when you were working for someone else in the traditional nine to five job. Yeah, you're putting in a lot more hours than you did back in the corporate world. And you can't just leave the responsibility at the office when you go home at night to have dinner with your family. But it's a good feeling that you're doing it for you instead of making someone else rich. Oh yeah, you hate to admit it but you're getting a little tired of that overwhelm you feel running your business and trying to manage it all. A couple years later, you're starting to think about walking away from it all. Maybe you'll consider selling your company. After all, you don't want to leave your clients hanging or your loyal employees scrambling to find other jobs. 
You start to put feelers out only to learn your business isn't sellable. It's not the right model. Here's a couple reasons why. Your service offerings are considered boutique and you haven't niched down enough. You're involved with every aspect of your business. Your clients associate your company with you, despite the fact that they may be working with some of your other team members. You're still in control. It's not even easy for one of your team members to easily step into your shoes. Now, this is a true story. Imagine then how you would feel to just walk away. How would you feel knowing your team and clients, who have become almost like family to you, will be left to their own devices? Yeah, you were often overwhelmed, even frustrated at times, but secretly you kind of liked that others considered you a source of expert advice, one who they could count on, being that person who kept things running. But let's go a step further and consider another scenario. What about the unexpected? Maybe a life-threatening illness, a death in the family, a necessary move to another state the need for a major personal cash infusion. If you're not building your company in line with your end game, with an exit strategy in mind, you may be stuck with nothing to fall back on because your business will not be ready when you are. Many business owners run their companies with the mindset that they want enough to pay their bills and live comfortably. But is this enough to last you well into retirement? Here's a tip. Look at your company as a long-term investment in addition to a current cash flow machine. Maybe you should ask yourself, if I'm struggling to live in the day-to-day and enjoy life now, how will I be able to enjoy life later? I think this subject is so apropos because many of you may have recently set your 2024 goals. And the reason most goal setting fails is their outstretched goals that are not aligned with what you really want. They're not you goals. They're also goals without immediate results, so you get frustrated and give up. And there's no accountability. So why not start with your end game? You know, back when I was in the corporate slash public accounting world, and uh, it was my goal, I always knew I wanted to start my own company, But in my mind, I had to get enough experience and enough knowledge so I could truly serve my clients and give them the expertise they need. I wanted to help other people make their dreams come true, not just the big guys making more money, but, you know, people like me or the underdogs that really wanted to make a life for themselves. And uh, so I would always set my goals like, what did I need to do? to get to that place where I could start my own company? What knowledge did I need? What positions did I need to hold? And I would shoot for those. I would know what position I wanted next. I'd figure out, okay, what knowledge do I need? What skills do I need to you know, show? Uh, how do I negotiate with my boss on getting that promotion and so forth? And I put those in place and just act upon those because I knew what I wanted. The other thing I wanted was I knew I did not want to choose between a family and a career. And eventually I wanted to have kids and I I wanted to be able to enjoy them. So I wanted the flexibility and freedom, but I needed to prove that you could run a team, manage a division or a company and still have flexibility and freedom. 
So my last job before starting my own company was with Ernst & Young. And when I went on the re- interview, I was working through a recruiter and I told her, I want a flexible work arrangement so that I would work flex hours and I wanted some working virtually from home. And this was way before working virtually was a thing. Uh, and she told me, she's like, oh, no, no, okay, you know, get the job, go on the interview, get the job. After he offers you the job and you accept it, then discuss those points. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. If I can't have that, I don't want that job. And so when I was interviewing with the, the person, I told them what I wanted and I got it. So trust me, you know, you're never um, going to know unless you ask. And you have to learn to focus on the things you have control over and don't be afraid to stretch the limits. Just keep asking yourself, will this get me closer to my end game? If not, why are you spending energy and time on it? Clarity on what you're really working toward drives refined focus and helps you get better results faster. What you really need to do is use short-term strategies that will have long-term impact. Imagine this. Did you ever give your kids a candy bar or something when they're throwing a tantrum? I bet it kept them satisfied for a few minutes, but didn't help in the long term. Instant gratification seems to be what most desire lately. That's why you'll see it in all the marketing tactics. But wouldn't you rather play more than just the short-term game when it comes to your business? Businesses are structured to either make short-term gains or long-term gains. Long-term growth is often harder to achieve and is less profitable in terms of the short-term. But sometimes it's good to take a step back and look at things from a different perspective. Short-term gains can be used to set up for growth in the long term. The short game typically includes goals, also known as tactical objectives, that can be used to work towards a longer-term goal. When the focus is on your short game only, it's easy to get distracted and thrown off course from your end game, your ultimate vision. So when thinking about short-term goals, it is important to remember that they should be in place in order to help achieve long-term goals. Short-term goals are used to measure progress on a long-term goal, and it is important to have both short-term and long-term in place when completing a task that has a greater goal in mind. Short-term goals should be measurable in order to ensure that the progress being made toward a a long-term goal is being tracked. So I have found the best way to set goals is setting them for the next 90 days. But they have to be goals that are ultimately going to move you closer to your end game. I suggest having one big goal for the 90-day period. So ask yourself what are the first things you need to accomplish in order to move forward but will still help you on your way to your ultimate why. From there, you want to identify the building blocks or projects that need attention to get each goal accomplished within this 90-day period. Now, I'd shoot for two to three projects. Anything else could cause overwhelm. And next, you want to break your building blocks down into more digestible pieces to make it more manageable to reach. In order to do that, you're going to think of smaller steps or tasks that need to be done for each building block listed. 
And after you decide on the top three to five most impactful stepping stones, you'll break them down into two-week increments as to who exactly will perform each step and why. Now let me throw in a caveat here. After writing down the tasks and considering the milestones, ask yourself, is there a better, more effective way that I can do this and that will help me get to my goal quicker? You always want to make sure you're aligning your short-term goals with your end game always in mind. One other thing I want to mention is once you identify your end game and you create this stepping stones, you want to bring your team and you want to share your vision with your team. You want to make them a part of creating the projects and the stepping stones to reach the short-term goals. So let's summarize for a minute. We've talked about why you should start with your end game in mind and the focus that this clarity creates. It creates focus on the right things and your why. And when you're concentrating on your end game for this particular thing, think more about your personal versus your business why. A lot of times people ask you, why do you want in business? And, and your answer is business related. But the thing that's really going to drive you is your personal why. So put a little more focus into your personal why did you start your business? Why are you doing this? What are you trying to accomplish in your personal life? And then find the short-term and long-term balance. I want to leave you with one more thought. Your end game will typically remain constant if you're working from your personal why but how you get there may change based on where you are in life. I appreciate you and wish you continued success. If you like what you've heard today, can you do me a favor and jot down your key takeaway in the comments below? Then hit the share button and let your friends know about our Scaling with Intent podcast.